What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Big Ron the Champ's podcast. This is your host, Big Ron the Champ. What are we going to talk about today? You guessed it. I'm just going to keep talking about boring baby shit. Nah, uh, what the hell was I going to Actually, you know what? I, I had the fucking best morning today with my baby. <laughs> I managed to get so much done. Usually you can't do shit because they require all your attention. But she was being super good today, so I uh, I got so much shit accomplished, like, with her. And, like, she wasn't even, like, just passed out. Like, you know, that's uh, easy enough that the baby's completely passed out. I think there's, like, four stages. There's, like, passed... Or, no, there's, like, sleep, dead asleep, uh, like, asleep but, like, not fully asleep. This isn't the actual terms. And then there's, like, awake but fucking pissy. And then there's awake but uh, happy. Um, so there's an overlap there. There's like sleeping happy or sleeping fussy, sleeping happy. Sleeping, oh, fuck, I, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Yesterday though, she's freaking the fuck out. So I got this goddamn swing fucking chair or this bouncy fucking thing that's supposed to calm freaking out babies when nothing else will work. And the fucking thing, I finally got the thing assembled and it takes like fucking XZ fucking 34D fucking 12Z fucking batteries. Like, what the fuck is this? And it doesn't plug in. So I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I gotta order these special goddamn batteries. That's like the fucking piece of shit. I got these stupid Ikea fucking uh, ceiling fans in my house. They're so fucking stupid and shitty. And the fucking thing only takes like Z12 fucking 34H and a half fucking uh, light bulbs. It took me an hour to fucking find the goddamn light bulb. The whole, the aisle is like, I don't know, like 30 fucking feet by 10 feet high. And it's all fucking uh, light bulbs. Like, what the fuck is going on here? I need a fucking light bulb. Like, what the fuck is this? And the worst thing is, after all that, I I had like, I had to be helped by like three different fucking guys scratching their heads like monkeys. I've never heard of this one. Until we finally found this fucking bulb that matched up with this stupid piece of shit fucking Swedish fucking garbage. I love the sweets. That's not an attack on them. It's just that this particular thing's a fucking stupid piece of shit with non-compatible light bulbs. And, uh, yeah, and that fucking thing doesn't work. And I just leave it on all the time, even though it's fucked, because I just want it to die. And I'm going to take it out back, and I don't know if you guys ever seen Office Space, because, well... Nothing can infuriate you more than a photocopier. There's few things in the world that can infuriate you like a fucking printer or a photocopier. I don't know what the fuck is going on with technology. It's just like the Contigo fucking... I don't even want to call them cunty. The goddamn Contigo fucking travel mug. Like, I I, I, this, I don't know if I can call it a bit because I'm not a comedian, but I remember saying this, and this, is, this isn't even just fucking comedy. This is the, a true fucking thing that you have to think about. The travel mug existed as long as fucking human civilization because the original human beings were hunters and gatherers, and they had to drink water. So they fashioned a mug out of, like, clay or fucking their own feces. And then someone's like, let's go over there. So they had to travel, okay? And honestly... Unless a fucking unless you're unless a mug is stationary, every single mug is a fucking travel mug. Regardless, the point is I'm laying the groundwork here to, to express how long millions of years the travel mug existed. But it wasn't until the last fucking I don't know decade that this company I, I credit Contigo 
Contigo, I don't know how to say it, Conti fucking go, that some cunt was like, let's go and make a fucking mug that doesn't spill hot beverage all over your fucking body. Like, fuck, every single day you use a travel mug and it just pours fucking scorching hot coffee or tea directly into your balls. I don't even know how that's fucking... F so from where that I'm standing, that is a physical impossibility. Like, that's obviously a line from um, Night at the Roxbury. So anyway, this morning, I did not spill co hot coffee on my balls, which is indeed, not just a segue, but my definition of a good morning. No, I don't know. It was, it was awesome. I got to do, like, morning chores, like, you know, dishes and folding laundry. And uh, I know that's, oh, wow, what a fucking exciting life, bud. I don't know. I, I enjoy doing fucking shit like that. It makes me, uh, makes me feel good. It's like really easy shit that, uh, it sometimes it just seems daunting, but it's like the easiest shit ever. But anyway, doing it with a, and keeping a baby happy at the same time, it's a, it's an ordeal. Like one time when I, uh, remember when I was young, every story is of you when you were younger. That's obviously a paraphrase of, uh, Mitch Hedberg. But anyway, um, my voice just my voice just cracked so I'm really channeling my younger man self oh so anyway when I was young oh uh, I, I some things sound funny in my head actually I only have one ear that's working and then I hear them later I'm like oh god this is fucking annoying so anyway god bless you if you're still listening god bless your fucking heart especially the Irish accent everybody loves that well fuck you know, I, I give uh, the, the fucking ability to complain or comment is absolutely wide open. And believe me, I do receive both uh, complaints, compliments, and uh, all kinds of commentary. And I do respond to it. So, uh, yeah, askbigron at gmail.com. There you go. Or you can just text me or call me. I do, I do, I'm not going to give out my number anymore because I got way too many fucking... Uh, people listening that I just, I can't, I can't keep up with the cell phone fucking shit. Plus, my cell phone's pretty fucked. I got a, I, find, I think I got a new one. It's just a matter of setting it up. It's a whole fucking thing. You know, it's like moving. You gotta fucking move all your shit to a new fucking unit. Plus, I go to Kudo and I get that fucking dickhead that works at the stand. It's like, ah, uh, I don't fucking know. Just like, uh, hey buddy, like, um, can I get this phone? Like, I need you to fucking physically hand it to me. Because it's like, I could order one online myself. Oh, fuck, I don't want to go down this road anymore. Uh, not the road I'm going down. It's not, the road is actually quite picturesque. You get to see uh, some deer, uh, dingoes. I have been told that there are no dingoes here. I think that's fucking lame. Um, I think I just identify coyotes as dingoes. And I think maybe some coyotes identify as dingoes. Or at least coyotes. Alright? You guys remember that song uh, by Red Hot Chili Peppers, True Men Don't Kill Coyotes? I think the uh, pronunciation coyotes just, uh, you know what I mean, for the melody of that song was created. I don't fucking know. Um, but anyway, I'm not, I'm not out here to kill coyotes. I, uh, I don't want to kill deer either. But it is fun to watch animals kill other animals. I don't know, that sounds fucking cruel. That's nature. What the fuck do you want? And the part of me, deep down inside, that wants to see things kill or be killed, that's not something I created. And that wasn't created by fucking video games or fucking 
rock and roll music. That is deep, deep, deep down inside. That's something you have to fucking repress constantly, okay? Just like the fuck, you know what? And you know what? That started. Here's a segue back to what I was talking about. That started when the first guy fucking warmed up a goddamn cup of tea and spilled it all over his balls because the fucking travel mug that didn't spill hot coffee onto your fucking sack had not was not going to be invented for fucking seven million fucking years. All right. Now, what was the point of bringing that up? Because I was going to say something else that was similar. Hold on. Let me gather my thoughts. One sec, guys. I'm sorry, I fucking, I'm just singing Frank Sinatra songs. My brain is like just, I don't know. I can't remember what the fuck I was talking about. But uh, my, my compulsive uh, nature to uh, just, keep, just keep rambling, it, it overpowers my need to uh, have any sort of coherency or consistency in my podcast. Uh, and for that, I, I would apologize. But I just don't fucking have it in me to keep apologizing. Although that is a that is a great trait of Canadians to be super polite and apologetic, and for that I am sorry on behalf of all Canadians. No, anyway, hey, look, some Canadian geese. That's the thing. Canadian geese are total fucking dicks. You know, I don't think they're a good. The beaver, well, they're kind of dicks too. They're cute, but they're dicks. Um, but anyway, the beaver is way cooler of a representation of what a Canadian really is. A goose is a fucking asshole. Oh, fuck. Anyway. Yeah, I remember we were we kept visiting this family of geese during the lockdowns. We kept walking around, uh, you know. Actually, there was a lot of things returning to nature. I don't know, because, like, all of industry slowed down. Fucking threw the whole world off. I don't give a shit why. But we were seeing uh, birds. and Like, yeah, we started bird watching among many things like when you're hiking and shit i mean you're already hiking you might as well watch the birds and know which ones are what and uh i don't know i find it very interesting actually one of my family members uh, i think he was my uncle's uncle or something doesn't matter doesn't matter um but he was doing really really bad he's older and uh he just like had nothing to fucking do and that is the most tragic thing that can ever happen in life just running out of things to do but anyway uh he started bird watching and it like his physical and mental health improved a thousand percent like he just because he just gave him something that he was into that he was like you know what i mean like you just need something doesn't matter what the fuck it is whether it's your job your hobby you know, your family, your fucking, it, it could be a podcast, it could be, uh, even if you suck at it, it could be anything, you know, it could be, yeah, just something as simple as bird watching. again, a, a fucking sport time-tested, I don't know, <laughs> sport, a fucking hobby that goes back as far as fucking time itself, um, birds are fucking interesting, it's cool, and they all have, they're all different, uh, fucking types and shit, I, I, uh, <laughs> Actually, I thought the bird, not the bird museum, the bird uh, sanctuary. I don't know what the fuck it is. What the hell do you call it? An aviary? Anyway, the, the fucking bird thing in Niagara Falls. I thought it was going to be lame, but it was really cool. You get to go see a bunch of birds. Got to see tortoises doing it. Uh, that was cool. I like to watch animals kill each other. I like to watch animals doing it. Okay. Am I fucking weird? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, when we were at the alligator place down in uh, South Carolina, I got to watch... I, I didn't want to watch. This was involuntary. But there was a monkey looking at me straight in the fucking eyes. And he was cranking down. Slowly. Not vigorously. I don't know if vigorously would have been better or worse. 
but he was just slowly cranking down, spanking the monkey, if you will, and looking me dead in the eyes. I don't know if it was just me or anyone else who was having to be going by. I was like, this is awful. Like, I feel like I'm a creepy, creepy as fuck. Well, I'm like, this guy's in a glass box for people to look at him. But it's like, I feel violated. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, if this guy was a homeless dude on the subway, I'd be like, yo, come on, man. What are you doing? But he's a monkey. So it's like, you know, you're going to put this fucking guy in a box. And it's like, what do you think he's going to do? Well, I, I know what I would do if I was in there. I would be doing exactly what this guy was doing. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I wasn't in there to judge. All right? I was in there to look at wildlife. And, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty sure he was already doing it when I got in there. I'm pretty sure that's all he was doing. That, uh... Ah, you know, what are you going to do? So, anyway. Um... I don't know where to go from there. Fuck. Monkey stroking off. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, watching animals... <laughs> can be really good for you. Not that specific version. That's kind of fucked. Um... But, anyway, just, just the observ observation of nature is a wonderful, wonderful uh, thing to pursue. So getting back uh, when we were on uh, the lockdown shit, we were watching, there was a, the, these baby uh, geese goslings, if you will, had just been born. And uh, as most things that are babies do, like that's, you know, if you ever need a biology uh, lesson, there you have it. Uh, the, but anyway, we were watching these baby geese. We went to visit them like twice a day, every day. And then uh, one day, uh, as this fucking thing wore on, see me, I, I, I was only locked down for like, a, I think maybe a week or two. I don't know. It was very short for me, but I don't mind. I don't mind fucking sitting around doing nothing. It's just such a beautiful fucking thing. My, my wife though, she's a super, like, she has to be busy. She's an overachiever. She has to constantly, every single day, be like achieving things and living life to its fullest. Fucking insane, if you ask me. Uh, it's like when we go on vacation, I get more exercise and more exhausted afterwards. But I was just saying this to one of my best pals was like, you get so much more out of life with someone like that. Especially if your default is just, just sit around like a lump of shit. Like in Billy Madison. Some people just drift through life like lumps of crap. What are you, what is she talking about? His buddy that wasn't Norm Macdonald, the fat lump of crap guy. It's funny because he's drifting through life like a lump of crap and then he says... What is she talking about? Fuck, that was definitely uh, Billy Madison's best work. No, I, I um, I'm, first of all, I meant to say Adam Sandler. Um, that was Adam Sandler's best movie, but not his best work. I think his best work, because I trash people sometimes, I want to say, is that he fucking is insanely successful, but he, not just for himself. He like, you ask anyone that ever worked with that guy, he takes such great care of his buddies and his friends and family. That's such a wonderful thing. I mean, I'm not fucking rich. I'm, I'm poor as shit. But I, I like to think if I ever did make it, I would uh, do the same thing. Well, that's why that's why I am poor because I, I would just give everything to my to my uh, fellow man and or woman. You know, don't be sexist. Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, that level of generosity is very heartwarming. But you don't do. It's almost selfish because you just feel so good whenever you can help someone out or do something nice for people. Anyway, this is getting way too fucking cheesy. I'm telling you, you guys ever have a little baby girl? I don't know, some of you already have. They really get the estrogen pumping. They really turn you into a flaming fucking fairy cake. I don't know which words I can still use. I'm just saying I'm a wuss pot. I'm not trying to say anything like offensive to the, 
the queer, queerosexual community. Um, I remember one of my best buddies, uh, she, she had a, actually she had two gay, uh, godfathers. She's like, it was the absolute best because they didn't have kids. So they would just spoil the hell out of her. And stereotypically, they knew everything about fashion and they would just buy her wonderful outfits and they were just like the best ever. And uh, they're British, that's important. I don't know, it just adds a little bit of charm. Um, I can't do my, my friend's accent, but she has the most beautiful British accent. That's a, I don't know, her, her stories are so much better when she tells them. I'm like, everything sounds so much more, like she is very witty and clever, but it sounds so much better with the, with the accent. I remember one time I had to tell a joke in front of... It's like when people ask me... I used to do really good impressions. Or at least I was told my impressions were good. Um, it's so cringy when you say it yourself. Because I, I have no fucking idea. Actually, the worst ones are the ones I did listen to. I'd record them and then i listen to them. And I'd be like, oh, God. Because <laughs> I just wouldn't accept how bad they were. Um, but some voices you just can't get. But anyway, I was trying to tell a joke where one of the people in the jokes was British. It was so fucking bad. Like, I just botched it so bad. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so, so on, on a good day, but, like, she was like, that was the worst British accent I've ever heard. I'm like, I can't fucking do it. But anyway, I will stick to my fucking theory. The reason British actors can do American, Canadian, North American, they, they can do American accents or North American accents perfectly, and it never works in the other direction. Like, there's no American actor doing a perfect British accent. is because... It's not that British are better actors. Don't let them fucking fool you with their bullshit. All right? It's because they evolved. Humans evolved from Brits with their terrible teeth and their fucking bullshit <laughs> to Americans and Canadians. All right? It didn't always go fucking perfect. We do have the South. No, I'm just joking. I love the South. Um, obviously, I live in the South. I refer right now to uh, southern Ontario. We're not right down here on the fucking border. Like, we're as close, uh, we're as close to America. Well, I mean, we're, we're almost in America right here. I pretty much live right next up to to Buffalo. Buffalo's a great town. I don't know. I hear it get ripped on a lot. I think it's a really great town. I don't know. I fucking love it. I don't know. What are you going to do? People, people like to fucking shit on things, you know? I don't like to shit on anyone's town. I think there's good and bad in every single town. I think there's good and bad in every single person. Okay? Well, I skipped a step. I was going to say good and bad in every single family. Good and bad in everything. You, you can apply that to everything because there's good and bad in everything. Everyone. All right? Again, I don't want to get into this fucking feeling hippy-dippy shit. But, uh, oh, except Oshawa. Oshawa is a fucking cesspool. That place is the fucking, oh, the dirty schwa. I remember I met this guy when I was living out in Victoria. Like, oh, my friend's also from Toronto. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, which uh, which neighborhood? And he's like, Oshawa. I'm like, Oshawa? You don't fucking, you're not from Toronto. Like, Toronto has enough shitty fucking places. Don't get me wrong. There's good and bad. in so, like, even in, like, the fucking sub-fucking neighborhoods and, 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 like, little, like, each little neighborhood's, like, its own little village, you know? It's its own little thing. And I fucking... I understand the value of small towns and I understand the setbacks of small towns. I understand the drawbacks of a big city and like and the the good there's good and bad in every single situation. Again, that's a universal principle. It's not that fucking hard to understand, but a lot of people like to fucking act like they're better or worse because of where they live or where someone else lives. It's horseshit. Um, but anyway, you can experience that in a city because there's 
more than enough neighborhoods in fucking big cities that are just that have the same fucking quality of a small town where everybody looks out for each other everyone knows each other cares about each other and and, and uh, but also there's the drawback of where everyone's watching your every single move and they're up your ass and they're judging you and they're they're like monitoring you and talking shit and all that you get it so you know what I mean anyway where was I so we get to the fucking park yeah so anyway it's the lockdown me and the wife goes I, oh yeah she was not enough she was feeling really down and whatever because you know she's she was locked down longer than I was and, and just was not enjoying it as much as I was she was thriving for the first while but anyway the, the long story short she was feeling really down so I thought I'd cheer her up by going to bring her to see these goddamn little baby geese and we go there and there's one missing and she's just I, I just I have a knack for making like saying the worst thing or doing the worst thing just taking a bad situation making it worse um She's so mad. She was so mad at the goddamn mother. She's like, how the fuck did you lose a fucking thing? I don't know what she said, but she, I was just like, oh, God. I didn't think there'd be one missing. I'm like, oh, like, geese get adopted uh, by other other geese, you know what I mean? Like, animals will adopt other animals. It's one of the most precious fucking things. Actually, that's why I thought adopting a kid would be great, because I feel like we have an insanely high population, and uh, I think it's wonderful when you know what I mean because think of how many people in your life that were not related to you by blood bound by blood or legalities or any other fucking reason they just loved you and took care of you because there was no because there's no because and that is one of the most precious wonderful things you can ever experience sorry for getting all fucking gooey ooey on you guys again um so I I think it's wonderful that, that, that people do that you know but, I mean, there's so much more to life than just having your kid and, and that's it, right? Like, a lot of people feel like, oh, if you don't have a kid, you know, you didn't contribute enough. And it's just like, like I said, this is why I, I think uh, homosexuality, uh, yeah, if you don't have a kid, you're a homo. That's that's what I'm saying. No, um, I think that occurs in nature, like amongst animals as well as as humans, because you end up with too many kids and not enough resources or people to take care of these kids. So, you get an example, like one of my buddy. And her, um, her two fucking gay godfathers that took such amazing care of her because they didn't have... So that's what I'm saying. So, you know, you can have nieces, you can have nephews, you have godchildren. Even if, all, even if you don't even have any kids in your fucking life and you're just... All your fucking interactions with people can be positive and then will have a positive, you know what I mean, effect on the rest of the fucking planet. So it's like... My point is, is never feel like you're not contributing or you're not doing enough or you're not, you know, like, or you're missing out or you're not, you know, it's like, fuck, you definitely have more of a positive impact and can have more of a positive fucking impact than, than uh, a lot of times we can think of or that we can observe. I'm having a really fucking hard time. I'm stammering like a motherfucker. Um, anyway, you can put a lot of positivity out into the fucking world is I guess a good way to summarize that so anyway my that yeah and um, I, uh, I I'm, I'm, I'm saying that little gosling got adopted or you know what he probably grew up to be a fucking asshole anyway they're all assholes humans and geese alike uh, they get to a certain age and then they're fucking assholes they shit everywhere and then they fucking they, they try to attack you and uh, so fuck them all. <laughs> hey, we're going to balance out all that fucking cheesy positivity with some negativity.
anyway, um, so when I was uh, young, that's where I started, I severed the tendon in my right thumb in a dishwashing accident. I've been washing dishes my whole fucking life, but one thing that I, uh, I don't know, I broke a glass and I gripped it really hard, I severed the fucking tendon in my thumb. Fucking bullshit. And uh, I had my hand out of commission for uh, like at least six weeks. My, just from that one thumb not working, my entire fucking life was so fucked up. But I kept, I was so motivated at that stage of my life that I just kept going. I kept just doing everything with one fucking hand. And uh, like I insisted, I, I just kept pressuring my boss to let me keep working. I said, if I fall behind anyone, I'll go home. I won't, you don't even have to tell me. I'll go home. If anyone can fucking beat me with two hands, I will work twice as four times as fast as one hand. I don't give a shit. Like nothing. I can't fucking. I can't afford to not have money right now. I have so many fucking things I got to do in life. Because you know what? I feel like I wasted a lot of time fucking around. So I like there. Then I have to like catch up. This is one of those times. But uh, one one thing that was really moving when I was uh, in school. I just kept going and going and going, like right, typing, I, I, I'm not that good at typing, so typing with the left hand or whatever, uh, it wasn't that difficult, but I was also writing with my left hand, and I'm right-handed, so that was very fucking shitty, because you're you're symmetrical and you're mirrored, you're not, um, like if you close your hand and write with whatever good hand you have, close your hand and write your name with your finger, you will write the exact mirrored opposite with the other hand, because you're symmetrical, you know what I mean, it's, you're not, so you're going to do the exact opposite. You're going to be, your brain is going to be trying to write backwards, if at all, and you're completely uncoordinated with that opposite hand for whatever reason. But anyway, I, I was so fucking determined not to fall behind in school because I had such great progress going. So uh, I would just keep writing with my fucking left hand. And uh, my English professor actually was so moved by this that he would actually write me notes in his, uh, I think he was left-handed, with his right hand, which was his bad hand. And... Uh, I don't know. We we had such a great dynamic, me and my 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 English professor, because he was doing this program that was for like you know fucked up kids and fucked up not kids just uh, people uh, who were fucked. Uh, I think it was linked to like you know well the welfare system or whatever, and uh, you know it's a it was like a government funded program to get kids into college. So what it was was like people who completely fucked up at high school and wanted to go to college to do this upgrade course. It's a wonderful course. But a lot of the people were just doing it because, like, the government was like, oh, if you want to keep getting welfare, then you got to fucking do this course. And so they were just doing it to get their checks. And there was a lot, like, a lot of fucking people that just didn't give a flying fuck to get educated or to have a future or to learn anything. And uh, so, anyway, this guy had was really struggling. Um, and But also... I was really struggling in life because I had a shitty fucking backbreaking go nowhere job working nights and fucking double shifts and and uh, just you know whatever I was like but anyway so I I had ignited my passion for learning and he really helped me with that too like getting me into writing and all that shit but I, I also reignited his passion for teaching so it was a really great um, you know yin and a yang and a fucking it was a very positive uh, thing. That's why I got so good at editing. Actually, I've been applying for a lot of jobs as an editor. Because, um, well, I just, I like to go at, like, at a piece of paper. It's like when you go into a place that's a mess and you clean everything up. Uh, you just start looking at sentences and paragraphs as mathematical equations, right? Like, you just start seeing, like, this rule. And English is fucked. English is a fucking mess. But anyway, um, 
I got so good at it because I, I cringe to say this because it's like so fucking cringy people patting themselves on the back because I I wanted my English professor's time I wanted I needed like so much of his attention so everyone would be lined up to wait before he got there to like have their shit edited or to have their shit marked and I would just fucking I would be I don't I'm always like hours early so I'd just be like here let me see boom 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 I'm like correct all this shit and um I started just doing all that like a lot of the English teacher's job because I don't know, I was really good at it, but mostly because, selfishly, I wanted his his time. And, um, I don't know. But, uh, I, I, I speak all this shit now, but, like, I actually just flunked out of my fucking writing course. I was in a course at a college, just an online thing. But I couldn't get it working on my computer, and then I just fucking gave up. So, anyway, I went from a really high note of perseverance and trying hard to a really shit note. I did get my fucking GED though. I finally got that done. That 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 I'm not gonna rest on the laurels of that. Actually, I got a year. I'm going to rest on the laurels of that, and then <laughs> I'll get back at the fucking college shit or my courses, my online courses at least. Anyway, guys, I love you very much, and uh, thank you for listening. God bless you. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Big Run the Champs podcast. This is Big Run the Champ. Coming to you live. Um, oh my god, this fucking chooch today. This fucking chooch. Uh, we're looking at, to see if the new Domino's in Dunville is open. This guy gives a fucking review. This guy gives a fucking two star or one or two star review to the goddamn fucking place because he's like, Dunville already has too many pizza places. It doesn't need another one. And this isn't even like a family owned business, it's like a big chain. And it's like, okay. Buddy, that's you're giving this specific place a review, which is just gonna look poorly on the employees of the fucking place, or maybe the person that owns the franchise or whatever, the the management and the fucking the employees. And now they have a shit fucking review. These guys have been busting their ass to fucking to to renovate this fucking store and to open it to get it going. And now they got a shit review because you don't like fucking corporations. Like shut the fuck up. Like, I, I love small family-owned businesses more than fucking anyone. And I prefer to fucking give them my business. Actually, that's where I went for lunch. I uh, didn't really need to fucking tell anybody that. Didn't need to go on the internet and post about it. Now, I will say, though, one good thing about the internet and social media and that shit is really good for business. Um, so it is what it is. So if you're in some sort of business, and we all are in one way or another, it's a fantastic fucking tool. Um for that for that purpose but fucking oh my god dude just it's also a great way to just go on and fucking shit all over someone for no fucking reason at all like your problem is with society itself anyway i gotta go in a minute here so i i just i realized i started saying something earlier which was i was talking about going uh and just using one hand the reason i brought that up i don't think if i clarified is that I was having such a great day, and one thing, a great skill to do, have is to operate with one hand, is when you have a fucking kid, you have to hold your kid in your hand, at least. At first, I had, like, I needed, like, three hands to hold this fucking kid, because she's a wiggler and a wriggler. Those are different things, okay? Don't tell me they're the same thing. She wiggles and wriggles, and it's like, fuck. Uh, you got, you know, you got to keep this thing safe. You got to keep it, not only that, you got to keep an eye on this thing the whole time. You can't even lose focus for a second definitely helps with the attention deficit disorder because it's like i cannot even um 
I can't forget about this thing even for a moment. And I forget about everything and uh, lose track of things. But anyway, just learning how to do things with one hand. Um, it's, uh, you know, because it takes, it takes some uh, serious thinking, you know, to... Uh, that, that was the fucking point I was trying to make anyway. I'm fucking brain dead. I'm exhausted. But I feel like I, uh, I didn't finish that thought, which is a common problem of mine. Anyway, I love you all. Be well. And uh, I hope I, I finish this single-handedly. Um, fuck, I can't remember what I was going to say. Anyway, fuck off, everybody. I love you all. What's happening, everybody? Big Brother Chip here, broadcasting live from the sunny southlands of Ontario. Hey, look, horsies. Holy fuck. I've never seen such a fucking heavy stream. I don't know if that horse was nutting or busting or fucking pissing or what the fuck that was, but it looked like that fucking giant horse cock had a fucking, uh, like a lightsaber shooting out of it. I swear to God, it was like glowing. It's just like, it didn't even look like, um, like fluid. It looked like a solid fucking just sword. Anyway, um, you know what? Before I would just see nothing but fucking traffic. I was like, uh, one of my best pals, um, when we used to all work together, <laughs> this guy, he, for whatever reason, the company we worked for, um, he made more money just driving people to work because they paid him a premium per person. So he crammed as many people in his car for a carpool as possible. And they paid travel time, uh, plus kilometers, right? So he's, <laughs> he made more money just driving people to work. And then, and then on top of that, we'd work crazy long hours. But uh, it was fucking hilarious because he'd be like, oh man, let's hit all the traffic. It's like you listen to the traffic report, wait, where's that car actually? Let's go there. Or you take all the back roads, you take the longest way possible. It's like, you know, we could just lie. It's like, or, or anytime you'd be like, these guys, look at them. They see traffic, I see dollars. <laughs> so anyway, I used to see a lot of traffic. Now I see a fucking horse cocks. Um, I don't know if that's an upgrade or not. Nah, it's a huge upgrade, huge, huge fucking upgrade. Um, just driving in the country. Like, I can't even call this a commute. This is, I mean, no, sometimes you guys get me at the end of the day when I'm all grumpy and shit, but I am in, like, my happy place right now. Driving in the country, fucking, uh, I, I, it's just, like, all is well in the world, you know? It's just, like, just surrounded by fields and farm animals and the occasional dingo, which apparently is not a dingo, it's a coyote. We already covered this. I call it the South Ontario dingo. And uh, I don't give a shit what anyone says. Actually, I don't want to raise my kid to be, like, wrong about so many fucking things, you know? So many, like, people are fucking morons, and then they pass that along to their kids. So it's like, I need to be clear. It's like, well, I, when I'm saying something wrong, I'm doing it usually on purpose. I don't, I'm not willfully ignorant. Um, I just, uh, I don't know. You guys understand. I don't want to be like the big fish, uh, you know, Oh, it was a big fish in a small pond. I can't remember how the guy talks. For some reason, my brain is telling me that was Brian Cox, but I don't think... I think my brain just is filling in the hole. Who is that guy? Fuck, this is going to drive me crazy because I'm going to listen to this later and make you fucking idiot. It's so-and-so. I really like you, Wynn McGregor. Other than his name. 
you know, they were like, him and his wife were, or his father and mother were fighting, and uh, finally, he just gave up, and he's like, you know what, fucking you win, alright, name them whatever stupid shit you want, well, they're, I'm pretty sure they're Scottish, alright, you win, okay, name them any fucking stupid shit you want to, and she was like, that was the sweetest sound, or, or sorry, oi, that was the sweet, <laughs> I can't do the accent, that was the sweetest sound I've ever heard, I think I'm gonna name him that, he's like, you can't be, you can't be serious, it's not even a real name, but what if you spell it funny, like, you know, E-W-I-N or A-N or whatever, you don't even, you didn't even know how to spell it, this kid's gonna get a roaster at school, it's bad enough it fucking rains 320 days a year, and now it's got a fuck. Alright, you win. Oh, she's got such a nice ring to it. Fuck, the kid's already a McGregor. Look at his little brother. He's punching everything in the house. Obviously, I, oh no, he's Irish. Ah, oh, fuck, I'm already fucking this up. I was trying to make it seem, oh my god, I didn't even signal. It's my birthday. It's my day! I'm gonna, if a cop pulls me over, I'm gonna tell him that. It's my birthday, you can't give me a ticket. Look at my ID, it's my birthday. Nah. Oh, fuck. You know what, last year on my birthday, I couldn't even fucking stand up. I threw out my back, I was like, fuck! <laughs> so, this year is fantastic. I don't know, I was expecting to be in rough shape, so I actually made an espresso last night and put it next to my bed. Then I didn't even need it, but then I'm like, oh, I got this gross, disgusting espresso from the night before. I'm gonna fucking pound this bastard. Oh, I don't know if any of you guys have been a raging alcoholic. I, I remember, yeah, you'd have like a drink beside your bed, so as soon as you wake up, you hit that hair of the dog like instantly before you even get sick. Like you wake up before your hangover and just try to like, ah, oh, fuck. It's a, it's a terrible way to live. It seems like a few lifetimes ago. I can't, like, even fathom. Like, I thought about, oh, hey, it's my birthday. Maybe I should do some day drinking. It's like, no, nah, no, no. Those days are long gone. At first, I was just, uh, actually, at first, I quit drinking because it just got really out of hand. Uh, I've quit drinking many times, you know. It's it's a constant battle. But uh, you got to get really serious. I'm like, ah, fuck, I, I, you know, life's too fucking short to spend it all fucking sloppy and shit. You know, it's one thing you're still functioning, you know, you're having a good time, but it's a slippery slope. But also, you can't always trust yourself. You can tell yourself you're functioning, but are you functioning or are you functioning at the level that you should be? You know, these are conversations you can only have with yourself because even if other people aren't aware or even if other people are not telling you how fucked you are, you might be fucked. You might be a fucking alcoholic. I was trying to do like a paraphrase on Jeff Foxworthy's, you're mad, but you're redneck. I fucking loved that shit when I was a kid. That was like one of the first stand-up comedians I ever listened to. And his whole redneck shtick, that was, uh, that was some fucking great stuff. I don't know, I absolutely loved it. Oh, speaking of the blue-collar comedy guys, I love them. I love their sketch show, too. That was great. Uh, Ron White's a perfect example of a functioning alcoholic. I don't think alcoholism stops him from doing anything in his fucking life. But he's the exception that proves the rule. He's a truly exceptional person, um, you know, so I, I'm grateful that I did get to fucking drink and have a great fucking time, and actually I enjoy not drinking as well. Uh, well, then, yeah, so you, you know what it is, though, too? I always constantly reference, or I, I, um, 
I like to bring this up a lot is the fucking you get I, I get to interact every once in a while with like a raging alcoholic that's like older than me that's like just you know what I mean usually they you know they're fucking in such horrible shape um, and if they are still alive they don't have much of a life whatsoever because they're just fucked you get to the point where you're just like you can't even talk you can barely stand up you're just such a fucking mess so it's like I, I get to see people like that and then it's like oh yeah okay so that's the end result you know and um and it's great you know what i mean it's like every single day is like it's a wonderful life you know you get to or i don't know if that's the no that's like getting to see the world without you i uh, i need a better example well fuck you guys have seen movies huh you ever seen these huh movies you get to see it like into the future like you see how like life would have turned out it's like family man you get to see how horrible his life would have been if he had a family and he's like fuck I think that's how that ended. You can't go in and out of people's lives messing things up. It's not right. Fucking Nick Cage. Oh, God. Anyway. um, Yeah, fuck. So, like, the guy's best friend is Jeremy Piven. Like, fuck me. Whatever your alternative life was, even if you weren't rich and fucking living the life like you... Oh, God. But anyway. You get to see... You get to see into the future of, like, what could be... And uh, for better or for worse, you know, when you get to interact with, like, you get to go into people's house, you get to peer into people's lives when you do residential work, you know, you get to go into their house, see how they're living, um, they'll often tell you a whole bunch of shit, you know, you can learn so much from people. That's, that's, uh, and again, I say this a lot, it's like, I hate when people just have nothing at all to fucking say, because I don't fuck them, I believe 100%. I don't deal in absolute, so I'll say 99.99999%. No, this is an absolute I will uh, absolutely fucking say as a truth. Is there can never be two people that have the exact same life. Two people with the exact same experiences. There's no two brains that fucking experience all the exact same shit. So I don't believe for one second that someone doesn't have something interesting to say. To say and there's no not a single person that you cannot learn something from. So... If you're not learning from someone, then that, then, you know what I mean? You're letting the best, if you're not learning from, like, trying to learn from every single fucking person you meet, learning something, then you're, uh, you're missing out on a lot of life. But also, I believe that's every single person, not that it's their fucking duty to be entertaining. They're not some kind of clown. You know, what am I, a clown? It will amuse you. Um, no, I don't believe that at all. However... I also don't accept that someone's just going to be completely humdrum. Like, say something interesting. Um, you know, if you if you want to if you want to connect with someone, like I, I've met thousands and thousands of people in my fucking travels in my life from all parts of the fucking world, all kinds of different people, and it's impossible to save every single one. So unless someone's extremely interesting, it's really really difficult to save them. But I believe that every single person is interesting. The only thing I I don't. The only result where somebody comes across not interesting is when they're just not showing that to you, you know, or, or, or whatever. And yeah, okay, they don't have to, but you, I don't know if you guys understand what I'm saying. But like, eh, life's too short to be uninteresting or to surround yourself with, like, or you know what I mean? It's just like, fuck, I have to interact with people every fucking day. They just go down the list of the exact same questions, giving me almost all the same fucking shit. And it's like, can we just move past that shit? And I understand, like, maybe this is the first time today or the first time in months that you've had this conversation, and it's fresh. That was, like, one of my best buddies uh, I used to work with, and he would just use the same fucking jokes 
and the thing is they're fresh to every single customer but then I'll look at them like oh, this again and uh, it makes them laugh even harder because he just loves using the same lines the same joke over and if it is irritating somebody loves it but if it's fresh the people love it but I like well, the thing was is like that is one of the greatest fucking things if you can like laugh a joke and just keep a customer entertained and then it's like the other guy can work. You take turns. I call, we call it running interference. You know what I mean? It's like when you play football or you gotta go up and not. You gotta like go up and block. Um, you need you need someone to block so that you can focus. I don't know about you guys, but I can't multitask worth of shit. I can barely do one task at a time. And now I blame everyone around me, and that's almost a relief. Because when I was working, when I'm working alone, I have so many voices going in my head at a time. I'm fucked. Like, I'm completely distracted constantly. Like, I can't get anything fucking done. Um, oh, I just looked at my phone. Um, there's a little fucking weird thing. I, I don't understand. I just got a new phone, so I'm way behind on a whole bunch of shit. I'm, I'm not understanding everything. Uh, it's like moving. When you get a new phone, you got to, like, move all your stuff. So much of it can be done with, like, like wirelessly and, like, so effortlessly. I can't even believe the technology we have now. So much of it we take for granted, but it's like, would you go back some years, like, holy fuck, a couple of decades? It's fucking unbelievable, the tech. Like, you don't even have to go back that far. And to imagine the technology we have now just blows my fucking mind. It's absolutely, I don't know. But anyway, I'm fucking, how old am I now, 38? I'll just say I'm 40. And the reason I do this is not so that, because I used to work with this guy, and see, the thing is, in his culture, uh, the, you know what I mean? It was always respect your elders. Like, uh, the older a guy is, he's just right, no matter what. Um, a guy, specifically, like, women are, like, just property in his culture. Um, but fucking, actually, it was crazy. Going, when I went to this guy's wedding, it was, uh, it was this negotiation. They have uh, these like, bleachers set up, essentially, like these benches, but like in a bleacher style, like a kind of like a coliseum sort of thing. And I remember he got me to write all these checks as we were in business together, so we have a, we have joint accounts. And I'm like, dude, we don't, <laughs> we don't even have all this money. What are you doing? But his wife's family can demand any fucking price. <clears throat> I know a lot of cultures, it's the opposite. We're like, oh, if you take my daughter, I'll give you all this stuff. Because it's like... Uh, traditionally, it would be like men that handled all the fucking money or whatever. So it's like a woman couldn't really produce her own income. So it's like you'd have to like she had to come with like a dowry. Like, oh, I'll give you like three lambs, a pig, and a fucking uh, you know a, a beet farm or some shit. And uh, if if you take my daughter, but in his culture, it, if you think about it, it's actually valuing the woman even more. It's like, oh, you want my daughter because she's so precious, and then her family can demand any ransom. Uh, ransom's not the term, but it's essentially uh, they can demand anything from this guy. So it, so her family's on one side up on these bleacher pews, and then his family's on the other side. And um, he like, like presents all the like he he puts all these presents out there and like he has all these checks and um, then there's like this mediator guy who's like he's, I remember because he was examining the checks because he's like go oh, big run go you gotta write all this shit you got nice writing and I'm like oh fuck you man you just want me to write all these fraudulent documents oh fuck no I the guy made good by his wife I don't I don't know um, as far as I know. But yeah, he should, they demanded all this shit of him, and then he has to give it to him. It's um, 
it was it was quite an experience, absolutely amazing. I was I was again the only fucking white guy. A lot of people just thought I worked there. It's just a white guy in a suit, like fucking <laughs> who the fuck's this guy? Actually, they were really great too. Uh, his sister-in-law, my my partner's sister-in-law, and his uh, who the fuck else was it? One of his one of their friends. Um, Anyway, they, they sat with me the whole time and translated because although in Ghana, English is the main language, they have their own, like, um, kind of like a patois. Like, it's like their native language, like, mixed in. And it is so fucking hard to learn that shit. I, I tried, so I'm like, I, I picked out, like, a few words. I'm like, oh, I understood that. <laughs> but to speak that fluently, is like, it's just so far from anything I could understand. I'm pretty good at languages. Like, I, I mean, I've never become completely fluent in anything. Um, but I find it pretty... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I can see it unraveling a lot easier than other subjects, for me, personally. Um... Whereas other people struggle with that shit, I, I struggle the same with, you know what I mean, like math and science and all that fucking shit. I, I love it, but I struggle with it. Actually, I think I worked, I've, I, I know, I don't think, I, I know I worked significantly harder at the stuff I struggled with because I felt like that took my attention. Just like I was telling a couple of my buddies who are doing really well, I was like, I don't check in with you guys enough because... You guys are doing so well, so don't worry about you as much, you know? You, you check in, you tend to check in with people who are doing worse um, sometimes. But there's two reasons for that. Now, it sounds noble, like you're a good guy and you're worried about whatever, but the other half of that is you want to talk to some people sometimes that are doing worse than you. You want to be like, ah, oh, fuck, at least I'm doing better than this fucking guy. Fuck this guy, you know? And that's why people talk to me like, this guy's a disaster. Anyway, um, no, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be on both ends, and it, and it's like who the fuck defines what success or doing well is anyway, right? Like that is such a fucking subjective thing. Like, is it money? Is it free time? Is it fucking physical health? Is it mental health? Um, you know what I mean? To me, I define success as living on your own fucking terms, um, and I know a lot of people that have got come around to that, and also having the right people around you. Uh, a lot of people, you know. It, you know, it takes so long to finally find that right person. Some people never even get to, you know. So uh, it's, uh, but it's abundantly clear. Um, I think, I think I, I don't deal in absolutes. So I'll say ninety-nine point nine point nine percent of the people I know that are finally doing really, really, really well. Uh, because you can be doing all right, but you don't realize how well you will be doing if you just get that right person, surround yourself by the right people, and all of a sudden it's like, holy shit, you're capable of way more than. Uh, because what shit people do is they fucking, instead of trying to make themselves better, they try to drag other other people down. There's two ways of going, you know, through life. And, or a lot of people, a lot of us just do both of these things, right? So it's like instead of trying to get, your, get yourself ahead and others ahead, you just try to drag everyone else down thinking that that's going to, I mean, fuck, I don't know. Anyway, I felt like I started saying so much fucking shit and now I'm just fucking lost, so let me just regroup for a sec here, guys, I'm old, alright, it's my birthday, oh yeah, so anyway, I said I'm rounding up to 40, but that's because all through my 40s, I'm gonna round down, so up to 45, I'm just gonna say I'm 40, oh, and the reason I brought up my uh, old partner was, um, so in his culture, um, oh yeah, I got to, uh, talking about the wedding, this was a dry affair, there was no alcohol, I'm like, you, I didn't even bring my, my wedding flask, nothing, I was like, I'd never been to a dry wedding. Now, I will go alcohol-free for months, um, 
you know what I mean? I can go a full calendar year if I really want to. I know I can do it. Um, but it, uh, I'm, I, I mean, in my, my last two weddings we went to, my missus was with a child, secretly carrying my child. So I, I made this fucking hilarious joke, which was wasted because no one got to hear it. Um, that, you know, I brought like a plus point one or a plus point two. It was a math joke. I'm not very good at math. I'm very good at jokes, obviously, but not so much the math. But anyway, I was like, Allie's eating for two and I'm drinking for like 10 because, you know, what am I going to do? <laughs> so anyway, my little girl's already been to two weddings in, uh, technically, but, um, I, I felt really bad that my alley kid couldn't fucking drink, so I drank insanely heavily. Because the, the only thing greater than not being able to drink is to have a fucking obnoxious, drunk, fucking loud husband. Um, so, yeah. Actually, though, I did not get even... I did not get drunk at my own wedding. I was so nervous about doing things. Or I, I fucked up a lot of things. Like, I definitely couldn't make a speech or anything. Um... But I, I, I couldn't have been happier with the way everything was going. By the end of the night, I was pounding down uh, shots. But I was so happy, I, I didn't even need a fucking drop of alcohol. But also, I didn't even get a hangover. I was riding so high and just being so fucking happy. Um, it was so fucking bizarre. I didn't even get a hangover the next day. I drank so much and uh, didn't get sloppy at all. So anyway, it was a fucking uh, miracle. All right, anyway, I got to go, guys, so uh, I love you, and I hope I answered all your questions. Um, <laughs> all right, take care. Oh, yeah, I didn't uh, finish that last segment. I was, uh... oh, yeah, I was trying to say what my partner used to do was he would, uh, because of their culture or whatever, he they... and, like, whatever the oldest guy would always be right even if he was wrong just because he was the oldest and it's like okay i i think uh surviving a, a certain amount of decades does take some uh you know or it does warrant some respect but i think you should be respected on your actions and how you live your life because you could be a fucking horrible selfish piece of shit and live to be a hundred you know and you could be a fucking asshole the whole fucking way um and it happens so I think, uh, but anyway, this guy would constantly say that he was old, and, and like, he was like, you know, in his, like, fucking 30s, and he'd be like, yo, I'm old, yo, I'm old, and it's like, you're talking to people who are, like, 60, 70, 80 years old, like, yo, I'm old, and it's like, you're not, though, or he'd round himself up to 40, because he thought it gave himself some sort of credibility, and it's like, the thing is, though, the other thing is, it's just a number. You can meet fucking people who are 40, 50 years old, have hardly lived at all, have hardly done shit, and then you can meet someone who's, like, 20, who's, like, fucking had so much more life experience, you know, has done so much more, you know what I mean? Like, because you can go through life fucking doing nothing. Some people just drift through life like, drift through life like lumps of crap. What is she talking about? But like, you could live so much in the years that you're here, you know, you could tr be trying new things constantly, you know, having all these new experiences, trying to learn much, like be, uh, you know, more well-rounded and all this, uh, fuck, I can't talk, my fucking brain's crashing, you guys understand what I mean, I don't use myself as a fucking example, I, I wasted so much of my fucking life, or sorry, I can use myself as a perfect example of someone who sometimes will try to live life to its fullest, but for the most part has spent so much time just doing fucking nothing, fucking, uh, 
you know, productive or useful or, or you know, living life to its fullest. Is, you know what I mean? It's, it's really easy to blink and, and find out that, oh, shit, I just lost another fucking year. I just lost another fucking decade. Like, what the fuck, you know? So, anyway, take with that what you will. But as much as I talk shit about my old partner, I really miss that fucking guy. And, um, shit, what was I supposed to do? I came in early get my mower fixed. Oh, I got to go pet their dogs. I haven't seen them in a while. One was a little puppy. Now she's fucking huge. She's some kind of shepherd mix something. Actually, she jumped up in my car. I thought I had a free dog for a second. <laughs> and then there's a, a beagle named Remy the Ripper. Because uh, he rips up all his uh, cords. Uh, his, um, what's it called? Cords. He's not a robot. A fucking leash. I don't have a dog. No, I don't have a dog. I don't know the parson. I don't know the, uh, terminology um i don't know i fucking love hound dogs and beagles and shit but i find like oh gosh i um it's they're so stubborn right and they're so uh, hard to walk because they're just like constantly tracing scents and shit it's like they're the uh, dog embodiment of a like adhd like they uh, they're not focused or sorry they, they're either hyper focused or they're just like oh fall on a scent oh fall on a scent oh fall on a scent like if you let them off their leash, they'll just keep following sense forever. Like, you know, I mean, they might never, they might come home, they might never. And, um, that's kind of how people like us with the ADHD live our lives. Like a fucking, I like something Seinfeld said that he's like, if a dog's walking across the room, you pick him up and, uh, you pet him and then you put him back down facing the other direction and he walks that way. So he's like, well, where the fuck was he going? <laughs> Cause he didn't go back to where he was going. Um, and there's that. And then there's another, um, good quote that I, I thought that was uh, perfect for describing dogs. It was, uh, you know, when you walk into a room and you forget why you're in there, um, like why you came in that room and you're just like standing there all lost and confused, a dog lives his entire life like that. And there's a lot to be taken from that because the dog is taken out of his natural, um, habitat, like a domesticated animal is just like, doesn't know what they're doing or why they're there. And they're just relying on instincts, but they're just confused. Cause it's like, they're not responding to the normal fucking situation they would be in. Well, I mean, who's to say what's normal? These motherfuckers have been domesticated for a long fucking time. So, uh, but anyway, so have we as, as, um, as a, as a species, we've been domesticated to the point where what we think is normal, is what we've experienced in our lifetime, but our instincts are based on like, you know, thousands and thousands of years of fucking you know living in the wild or adapting to this situation and that situation but a lot of them are based on you know primal instincts of like you know I'm, I'm not doing a good job explaining this you guys i think understand what i'm talking about i'm just in that fucking train wreck ricky mode I, I left my last espresso in the fucking coffee maker and uh i really needed that shit now chemical dependence also seems like the normal um, I was just talking about alcoholism, caffeine. It's like, they go hand in hand, you know, an upper and a downer. And, um, you know, I, I've got mixed feelings on this shit. I could talk endlessly about caffeine and booze and all these things. And I do, uh, but it's, it's like, fuck, it's just same with like cigarettes or any of these fucking chemicals that we grow dependence on. It's like, well, you know, it's all, it's an illusion. You know, you don't need that fucking shit. Or if, sorry, if you do need that shit, it's like, it kind of sucks. You know, you're letting these fucking substances control like huge parts of your fucking life. You know, that fucking kind of sucks. 
And there's all kinds of fucking things that we get addicted to, you know, whether it be like social media, whether we get fucking, uh, you know, YouTube videos, TikToks, fucking, whether it's like, you know, just Netflix or like, I don't know. Oh, I got, um, I got one of my, I got a birthday present the first thing in the morning today. Uh, my missus got me a Spotify account. I've been on Spotify podcasting here forever, but I've never been able to sign up for the thing. So she got me a fucking year subscription. And it's fucking awesome because, t one, I need a music... It satisfies three things. One, I need a fucking music player. My new phone has the shittiest music players ever. Um, two, I really wanted a Spotify account because I, I think it's really cool. Um, you know, and this, this fucking podcast is sponsored by po uh, Spotify. I absolutely love and worship those guys. They're great now that I'm on board. Uh, the other thing is... is um, I hate physical items um, because they take up space and they clutter my fucking house and my life and they make me fucking insane. And I don't mean that figuratively or uh, with, a, you know, hyperbolically. Hyperbole? I don't even fucking know how to use that word right now. <laughs> I don't mean that as a dramatic expression. I mean, like, part of my mental instability. Actually, you know what I did this morning is I emailed some of these uh, online therapy places that I was told to a while back from the doctor. Oh, yeah, I talked about this because the doctor said, uh, recommended CBT. And I in my head, I did that Arroyo Montoya thing. I was just like, you keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. That's not even the direct quote. It's, I don't think that word means what you think it means. Um, because I, I, I thought, like, I, I heard that CBT was like cock and ball torture. You know, like some kinky, crazy BDSM fucking whatever the fuck shit. Um, so when the doctor said that, I was like, you want me to what now? <laughs> I'll do anything to fucking improve my mental health, but I really hope that that's not what you're fucking talking about. But anyways, cognitive behavioral therapy. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking, cause I, I got benefits that will cover, uh, a couple of sessions. And then when I was looking on this website, they say they have students that will give you a reduced rate. So I was like, all right. I'm going to get some fucking help from some students. And uh, that'd be wonderful, you know? Get That means I could get more sessions. And uh, But who knows, like, fuck, uh, if it'll help or not. I, I don't know. I've had some uh, mixed fucking results. I've, I've seen some a few therapists in my life. Um, and sometimes it's really helpful, sometimes not as much. But it's, uh, it's a very... Uh, it's a very complicated fucking field, psychology, and uh, I don't know. I, I Like I say, though, this is a form of therapy for me, and it really is. Uh, and I love doing it. And I, uh, I would probably do this shit even if no one were listening, but I really, really do appreciate that people are not only listening, but gives me a lot of positive feedback and shit. It means a lot to me. Uh, it's like my videos, you know, people are like, oh, you know, like talking about being successful and shit and like getting millions and millions of views. It's like, I get way more views than I ever expected. I get way more listens on this thing than I ever expected, but it's like, it's quality over quantity. And it means way more to me than to just entertain or fucking, uh, you know, for like my friends, my close loved ones, than um, a bunch of fucking, I mean, if it did help a bunch of strangers, I wouldn't be against it, but it doesn't mean shit to me. Um, so like, like right now I can cycle through like the 20 people, 20 of my regular listeners and try to take into, I don't think I succeed all that. Well, you guys have seen me in action. Like, fuck, even when I'm in a room full of people, I'll say the stupidest, worst fucking shit ever. 
So, um, obviously I'm not going to succeed at not like upsetting, offending or, or trying to entertain, um, everybody, but like, like I can cycle through my brain and be like, okay, well this person, this person, this person, this person. And, um, I never have to be like, oh, am I going to upset people? Cause the broader your fucking, uh, <clears throat> The broader, like the, the larger number of people that you're guaranteed you're going to upset someone like, cause not everyone gets along. There's no two people that are, are exactly the same, but like, no, you're never going to get a large group of people to agree on everything. That's just not fucking possible. Um, I don't deal in absolutes and that's why, because there, there's no absolute that everybody's just going to agree on. And a lot of people will just disagree at a fucking spite, you know? Uh, a lot of people will agree out of spite, you know, there's a lot, there's so many fucking factors that define or that decide or dictate whether or not people are going to fucking be on the same page with you or not. So, uh, there you have it. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, there's a little birthday cake emoji. I've never seen that before. So I guess my, my phone knows it's my birthday. This phone knows way too much shit. It's fucking insane how much shit this thing already knows about me. Uh, it has a, has a, so much crazy shit in there. Uh, actually, I'm interested in trying to get the um, the wallet thing working so that I can just get rid of my wallet and just have a digital version on my phone. That would be kind of cool. Um, so, what a, what a fucking time to be alive with all this technology. I know sometimes I, I complain that it takes us a step back, but it also, I always feel like it's a step forward, a step back, a step forward, a step back, a step to the side, you know? I'm not, I'm not, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm having a great morning. Got to see my little baby, got to get her to stop crying. I took her just on a nice little tour and, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's like I was, I was telling, uh, one of my good buddies about, um, when you have a little girl, it's like, I mean, obviously, even if you had a son, I would love him. <laughs> but I feel like my little girl, it's like even more sad when she cries than if I had a boy. I'd be like, yeah, fuck off. Get your shit together, you little fucker. Um, <laughs> but my little girl breaks my heart in a thousand pieces every time she's upset or sad. The only thing is, is like if you can get her to stop crying, if you can cheer her up and, and make her smile, it's like you feel like a superhero. You feel like the greatest fucking person that ever lived. So that's what, uh, that's what this morning felt like. I got her to stop crying. And, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's hard to explain. I'm not, not because I'm not doing that Brian Griffin thing. Like, oh, until you have children, you don't understand. It's not that at all. That's horse shit. That's just more gatekeeping people trying to, uh, keep other people out of st stuff. It's horse shit. You can definitely have those exact feelings with, um, you know, your nieces, your nephews, you know, other, like you can be close with people. You don't have to produce your own offspring just to be fucking, to feel anything. Uh, we're human beings and we feel, uh, love for each other. It's not like no one can take that from you or keep that from you. But, uh, anyway, that being said, it's, uh, it's, it's a really special feeling. I'm getting all mushy and shit again. Fuck. There's a lot of downsides, I guess you could say, a lot of stress and uh, whatever, but it's so overshadowed by, um, you know, there's there's way more good than bad, I always say, uh, about certain things. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for the happy birthdays. 
I'm going to assume you guys all wish me happy birthday. If you didn't, I fucking hate you. Actually, my mom remembered this year. My mom has a cell phone for the first time in her life. Actually, I think she had one briefly in the 90s. Never used it, but just had one for an emergency. Um, anyway, no, she actually has a fucking... My mom's like, I don't know how old. She's up there. And, uh, yeah, now she's texting. And usually she forgets my birthday because ever since she's been retired, she just doesn't give a hoot what day it is. She forgets her sons and our and her daughter-in-law's birthdays, <laughs> but she remembers my cousin's birthday, and then he always rubs that in my face because he's like, "I'm her favorite." I was like, "Oh God, son of a gun." Anyway, what are you gonna do? The um, but I I fuck, I can't remember what days are, so I don't judge anybody. Actually, I usually I used to use it as an excuse to get out on Mother's Day. I'd always do something for my mom on Mother's Day, but if if she didn't think I called her early enough, I'd be like, uh, I'm still waiting for my happy birthday. And, uh, you know, it's like this funny thing we were doing. But no, she texts me at like 5 a.m. Uh, a lot of people in my family don't sleep, and uh, that's another reason I don't want to judge my baby for not sleeping properly. Babies don't understand day and night cycles until I don't know how long it takes. But, uh a lot of people in my family never get the fucking sleep cycle down so yeah anyway i usually have people to talk to around four or five a.m i like to have friends that are insomniacs or like my one buddy i used to talk to was a cop he was almost always awake i don't think that guy ever fucking slept and now i'm assuming he's dead because why else would he stop fucking responding to me he's dead to me that's for damn sure all cops are bastards no i'm just joking just him just him. I like, I love most cops, but he's a fucking asshole and can fuck off. <laughs> ah, fuck. No, I'm just joking. But anyway, the, um, and I like having friends in different time zones because then it's like, fuck, because some people are like wide, wide awake. At, like, you know, I mean, if it's like 12 hour difference, it's like at four o'clock in the morning when I'm wide awake, it's four o'clock in the afternoon for someone else. And it's like, I don't know. Ah, <sighs> anyway. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Happy birthday to me. And uh, Juan Campleanos, be well. I hope you guys all uh, had a wonderful birthday or will have wonderful birthdays. So, uh, and uh, you're not sitting alone in a car fucking doing nothing, trying to fucking do a podcast, trying to make yourself feel important. <laughs> all right. I love you. Be well. Thank mm -hmm. you.